there will be times you hear no, and that just shows you, okay, where do I need to improve, or is this then not the right place for me? That means it's somewhere else、mm-hmm. uh, for that particular career you're you're looking into. So definitely having that drive and that push to say I can do this, I want to go for it, because definitely that. That thinking will get you to where you want to be. So it's very easy to think negative and say, "Oh, it's not me. I, I can't do it," or say no, or just by hearing someone say no, you stop and、yeah. no until you push through. And, and I think you also learn from those doors closing because there will be one opening eventually. Hi, this is Jillian with Zen Supplies, and I have a guest today with me. I'll be talking to. I actually met her in May at a private dental convention, and was just blown away by your artwork. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Yes, hi, my name is Celeste. I am an assistant manager and treatment plan coordinator at Trang Family Dentistry, located in the Morrisville office in North Carolina. I'm also a self-taught artist, so I do commission some artwork on the side. But not only that, I do commissions for local dentists. Currently, also in my dental office here, and、I、also do commissions and art conventions at local areas in the Triangle area of North Carolina. That's so exciting! So I know just because we were able to pull. I think you had like a little bio somewhere, but you started drawing. Is that correct? At the age of five. Yes. So how that started was, of course, my my parents they got me more into it. They were the ones who introduced me to Bob Ross. At first,、oh. they were like, "Oh, maybe this would help her with nap time, since Bob Ross talks very calming and soothing."、Mm-hmm. But you know, the opposite effect. I was glued to the screen. I was just very amazed and just with awe with how he blends the colors and paints. And since then, my parents saw that and realized that. They're like, "Let's get her some art supplies." And from there, I started. Teaching myself, of course, I did get some education on art throughout my elementary and high school years, and then just started with watching videos on YouTube from other artists, learning about different materials. I kind of like get hands on with testing them out. And yeah, there's a lot of different ways you could go.、Mm-hmm, definitely. Also, from there, I got into animation. So I would watch these animators do 2D art and traditional, and I also got into that as well. So I just end up realizing I end up doing a whole wide variety of different mediums and styles.、Mm-hmm. So does Bob Ross hold a special place in your heart? Definitely. <laughs> so that's amazing. How how did you get into dentistry? Because you're now an assistant manager. So like, what was your journey with dentistry? Yeah. So the funny story is the way it started. I was actually a patient at my previous dentist.、I、grew up and was born and raised in New Jersey. So my first job was age nineteen, front desk coordinator, up there. But I was a patient, and then my mother, who was also a patient, she realized that how busy it was there. I was struggling at first to try and find a job because I didn't have experience. I was just coming out of high school,、oh. and she. Approached the manager and said, "Do you need help?" <laughs> and then just kind of started there. I got introduced to her and started working as a front desk coordinator. And since then, moving here to North Carolina, 2017, I've been dentistry since.、Um, found Triangle Family Dentistry in 2021, and here I am. Be almost three years at the end of June. <laughs> wow! Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. So you're able to 
kind of do both. Are you full-time assistant manager right now? Yes, so I'm full-time with, with Triangle Family Dentistry. So really the time I do my paintings is either right after work or on my weekends. Um, it really helps give me that balance too. Mm -hmm. um, so it gives me that outlet out of work as well. So I'm not thinking work all the time. But also it, it becomes a really huge factor in dentistry. That's funny to say is because it helps me present to patients and give them that visual with my artwork. So you know, a lot of patients, they don't understand dental terms. Mm -hmm. And so when I do a little drawing or sketch, or if I have a painting up in my office, they'll be like, oh, is that how an implant looks like? Especially since they're happy colors, it's not as, as scary as it looks as compared to yeah. many books. <laughs> so that really does help them as well, but also it allows me to share my other passion as well. Yeah. So you have a couple of your paintings in your current office right now? Yes. I have Was it was it your idea to put them in the office or did the doctor say like, hey, like, would you mind maybe like making us a painting? Yes. So Dr. Bose and ba Dr. Bakey, when they discovered I do paintings on the side and start with, hey, let's get some artwork in our office here. And they definitely were for full, bright, happy colors, especially in a dental practice. Mm -hmm. um, so I have several in one of Dr. Bose's surgical suites here in Morrisville. So it looks like a mini art gallery when you walk into it. So when a patient is ready to get surgery done, it's, that's the first thing they see. So from there, I was like, you know, I'd like to have one in my office as well. And it does also build conversation to those patients. It brings, breaks out that nervous barrier they may have. Mm -hmm. um, Cause it doesn't feel like just the dental office. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we'll pull up, we'll share a couple of your paintings as well. I think they're amazing because like you said, you're able to like bring both of your passions kind of into one place, but mm -hmm. you're also able to explain to patients like, Hey, this is like what the implant is going to look in, in your mouth based off of the paintings that you've done. Definitely. And, and that's one of, I think one of my fun favorite things that I look forward to when I do these treatment plan consults for these patients is it, it gives them something to look off of that bright colors. So it's more visual. And then again, it gives them something to talk about. And mm -hmm. then at the end of the consult, we end up talking about my paintings and, and how did my career start from there on that. Yeah. But it, especially when we're talking about like implants, for example, or implant crowns and, and they're like, they look at me like a deer in headlights. So when I show them the drawings or the pictures, it's like, oh, okay, now that's what it is. So that really helps me a lot to kind of give them something to connect with and, and visualize as well. Mm -hmm. So what are your, what are your main roles as the assistant manager right now? I know you said that you present treatment plans um, to patients, but what else do you do and how else do you help out the office? Yes. So I do, of course, definitely assist my office manager for, for her needs, whether if she's not in office or if she's out in meetings, I hold the fort down for the practice. Also, if there's ever, since it's a pretty big practice, we are about 35 employees in Mooresville. So we kind of split since I'm wow. on this side of the building and she's on the other side. We kind of split ways like, okay, I'll take care of this side, you on that side. Um, but not only that, I also provide leadership for guidance for the employees. So if anything, I'm always that, that ear and open door for them. And of course, if my office manager is not available, you know, they can always come to me 
and you know work things out if anything. But not only that, I also assist in marketing, assist with ordering. So a whole wide variety of things. Not only that, if anyone calls out in the admin in the front desk, I, I help them pitch in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a pretty long list there. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, but in in the way it works, we, we're just like a whole team, especially with me and my office manager. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Do you hope, how do you want to grow in your practice? So one day I am currently training to soon to be an office manager. Um, oh, like congratulations. To, thank you. So one day I'd like to have my own office and lead that practice, that department and be able to not only that share my my education with everyone and train everyone, but also I really liked being that leader that provides a happy experience for the office. And that's one of my things that I like to accomplish as an office manager. Mm-hmm. I like to share my artwork <laughs> too in the office and, and have that throughout uh, hopefully happy colors one day. But definitely based on my skills over time, because honestly, I wasn't thinking to be a manager or even mm-hmm. a manager. I'm like, that's a huge role to fill. But over time, when I start realizing I have the skills to do it, I just confidence built back into it. And, mm-hmm. um, and then I realized, hey, this is my calling. This is something I want to do. Yeah. And that's amazing. I mean, you started just as helping out in the front desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you were able to grow and learn probably so much from that position. Definitely. It taught me a lot. And it learns the, the, the scheduling aspect of things, patient care, customer service, communication. And from there, coordinating, scheduling, or making sure the team is there if anyone calls out. And not only that, it even teaches me the clinical side of things, mm-hmm. treatment planning and understanding why each step has to be the way it is like for an implant and be able to explain that to patients as well. Even though I'm not a dental assistant or doctor, I still have that, that education and background to be able to at least explain that to the patient when they're questioning their treatment, right. uh, questioning their appointment when you're being seen soon. So that really, that was, that's my main foundation when I started as a scheduling coordinator that I felt really helped me grow and work my way up from where I am now Mm -hmm. and it's so it's so fun to once I went into an office you see dentistry in a whole new like set of eyes because you're so used to just seeing it as a patient and then the second like you're working from the other side you see everything that it takes to just do like that little filling or even like a cleaning it's it's amazing to see don't you think definitely and it helps a lot and it becomes a really huge eye-opener too. And again, it's much more when on the other side than just scheduling. And yeah. being able to understand all that, it really helps me improve my weaknesses too in what I do currently as a treatment plan coordinator and assistant manager, especially if there's a call, phone call questioning, what is billing? And to be able to explain that, it, it really helps a lot versus having to look for a clinical member and help. Yeah. That so have you found any like connections or similarities between your two positions? So between dentistry and then your artwork as well, like any certain like skills or mindset that you feel like 
you have like with both that are connected? So with with both the way they and it's it's funny because it's not very common to say, oh, how this art mixed with dentistry. And and I always tell the doctors when I see them working with a Syrac machine or a tarot stand, yeah. I'm like, oh, you guys are like artists. Me creating these crowns and when these cases get sent out to the lab to do implant crowns, partials, same things, like I think of ceramic or models, models and and they are artists and they're creating, especially when it's replacing a crown and your front interiors, it, it's very important that they have the right shade, the, the mm -hmm. size, the measurements, because it's the, for cosmetic purposes to make their smile look as natural or that Hollywood smile, they say. So I, I go, I think that's very similar as to calling them as artists versus doctors as well. How did they feel when you when you called them then? When you said, hey, you're not just a doctor, you're also an artist. Well, they will laugh. Of course, at first they'll be like, eh, like no, you guys are artists. Yeah. <laughs> when you see it in how they work the syrup machine and, and after scanning the crown, it, it reminds me a lot of like the 3D animation that they do nowadays with CGI. So the same thing, it's like a model and you're working with 3D images and and bringing that to life. So I just feel I'm like, hey, you're part of the same team here. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Have you like been able to play around with like any of the dental material in the office? Like for example, I know when an impression is taken, sometimes then they create a mold or a model out of it. And then you get like a ceramic version of that person's mouth. Have you been able to like be in the room while a dental assistant does it? Or like, are you interested in learning that aspect of dentistry, how that's done? Yeah. So I haven't seen how the model's been made since we do them at a different lab, but I have seen when they come back in for the delivery cases, very tempting to paint those ceramic pieces, by the way. <laughs> it takes time to paint it. But I would like to see the process and how that goes and you know, start to finish how they create it because it's very fascinating. Not only that, it, it's a lot of patients they question like how is it made and mm -hmm. how it look like and and I think to also be able to write down to the table, show them how explain to them how it works. It's it's also a big mind floor there, like for them to like, oh, so this is how it is came to be yeah. for my partial or implant crown. I think it also gives them almost like a sense of ease, like, because the dentist can be a little daunting. Like, I'm not afraid of it. Like, I know logistically what's going to happen when I go into the office and stuff, but I still do get a little bit nervous, even though I know the whole back end and what's going to happen. Um, and having someone be able to explain it in terms that they understand or visually how you're able to do that too, I think is huge in kind of giving your patient that comfort that, okay, like I know the process that's going to happen. Like I know what to anticipate and I feel better about it now. Definitely. And that's something I do hear a lot at the on my consoles is Celeste, you're very direct with, with how the procedure goes. You say how it is. You're able mm -hmm. to explain and give clarification on how it works, the step process. And then also to be able to explain in simpler terms, because if I speak in dental terms, right. it's a whole different language. Mm -hmm. uh, it does sound very intimidating. Um, yeah. 
to be able to kind of get to their level and to guide them as to what we're, what it is and what to expect, it really helps them a lot. Mm-hmm. So I want to switch a little bit and talk about your artwork. What are you currently working on? What are some projects? So currently right now, I am working on just personal projects. I'm mm-hmm. trying to hang up into my wall at home. <laughs> <laughs> but I do continue to do some commissions as well for some people. So I do pet portraits and I also do self-portraits. So a lot of, I do get commissions from personal requests like for gifts for their family member mm-hmm. or if their pet passed away and they like to gift as a family to the family for a pet portrait. I also volunteer at an animal rescue where I do pet portraits for the pets that are being adopted. I've That's done- so cool. Yes. And I've also done flower paw print paintings, like where they'll come to the booth and get the dog's paw print on and create the flower painting around it with their paws. I have done t-shirts and again, that goes to, towards their charity for that. Mm-hmm. And I also go to art conventions. So I'm looking already currently in the summer, hoping to get into the Terry Lazy Days in North Carolina or in local Raleigh area. Wow. You are busy. Yeah. <laughs> it goes by uh, so fast. <laughs> yeah. So I'm assuming like your day is about an eight hour day as a assistant manager. And then how long will you like spend then like painting afterwards? So afterwards, probably about I'll start working four or five hours for uh, kind of depends how my day was if I, if I have the energy for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but somehow, when I start painting, that energy just kicks right in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but definitely, my weekends—it's my days I spend most time painting. If there's times I'll be from the moment I wake up to the time I go to sleep. I just get so into it; the time just flies so fast. <laughs> yeah. Do you find it also like soothing to do after if you had like? maybe a stressful day or like something that like is just stuck on your mind will you go and paint and like feel that that helps kind of even things out for you yes it definitely is the moment I start painting I just don't think about anything else I really start thinking about the colors I'm blending in and and I'm a huge I have a huge passion for painting creating paintings that have bright colors happy colors Mm -hmm. and and that's something I have the most fun with. I do drawings as well with pencil. Definitely my favorite media is working with acrylic paints, but, or I would just sit and sketch every now and then, just kind of draw whatever, mm-hmm. uh, doodle around. And that also gets me out of the zone of whatever stressful moment I encounter. Yeah. So what, what, what would you say inspires you to paint? So if you're doing like just a painting for yourself to put on the wall, how do you decide what you're going to paint that day? It, just looking at bright colors. <laughs> okay, so it's just it, the colors are kind of where you start off, like what you want to paint with. Yes. Well, like if, if I just start looking at a color palette and just random colors I pick, and it just kind of connects from there. And the theme, it just builds on whether if I'm in the mood of painting something hyperrealism, which is creating a painting that looks as realistic as possible where it almost looks like you took a photograph mm-hmm. uh, or something, whether it's a cartoon character or animals, 
I do a lot of animal paintings. I think that's one thing I notice I catch myself doing more than anything else mm-hmm. from animals to cartoons to anime. I do admit I am a weep. Huge <laughs> 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 anime fan. And then landscapes would be like probably my last thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I love colors. So anything that has bright colors, something that involves bright colors is my go-to. So it's very rare you see me using like grayscale pictures or drawings. Mm-hmm. It depends on what it's commissioned for or if I find myself wanting to, of course, practice and improve more on. Yeah. So with that, like how do you kind of envision the future of your artistic career and your dentistry career? Do you have like any specific goals of like how you want to maybe incorporate more of like your painting or models like because you do do like full teeth into dentistry definitely i mean definitely down the road i would love to have my own art studio like have my art studio or explain my paintings possibly teach or commission artwork and to incorporate dentistry into it i mean I really would love to share my artwork with other dental offices, not just trying with them dentistry currently, but other dental offices, doctor offices, cardiologists. I would love to share that and have other patients also experience the thrill in the painting too, because it it does become an eye catcher. I do tend to notice for me, I'm like, oh, it's just a painting. But when they walk in and they, they're like, wow, it's colorful and it's happier. They, they even tell me, I know nothing about dentistry, but I would love that in my living room. Wow. Um, what? That's a huge compliment. Because right? it's like teeth, like who who's going to like want to just post that up. But I mean, I've seen your artwork. You make it beautiful and the colors like pop so much to your point that it's like, Oh, like, yeah, like that is a tooth, but like it brightens up the space so much. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I, I can see like a lot of especially like pediatric dentistries really benefiting from having your artwork in their offices, because I think it would catch the eye of kids and like it would give them a sense of comfort and also, oh, like this place is fun. Like, look at that really colorful painting on the wall. Exactly. It does break down that anxiety for a lot of patients because mm-hmm. sometimes they'll go to a place and it's it's just a black and white drawing and or just the printout and it doesn't like they can't, don't have like any communication with it it's, they're like oh i'm definitely in a doctor's office right now mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so i definitely like to to provide that energy to the patients especially the kiddos with those bright colorful paintings and you know, they're like, oh, it's the, it's the, dent- the dentist I go to where they have the artwork, the art paintings in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'd be known for that then. <laughs> how, how do you see inspired and motivated in both like your dental career and painting? Because I can imagine working an eight hour day and then going home and like wanting to paint and then painting a four or five hours like can be a little tiring at least it sounds tiring to me and I understand like it these are both of your passions so maybe you feel like it doesn't seem that hard yeah and honestly it doesn't I mean it does sound a lot but as you get into it it's like it becomes an easy flow especially when it's something you love and it's something you like doing it doesn't feel like you're working mm-hmm. and that's very important especially you know 
career-wise that you do what you love where it doesn't feel like you're working. Um, so there's times when I do a CT scan on a patient and just looking at the CT scan, I'm like, I want to paint that. <laughs> so it definitely, it, it doesn't feel like I'm working, which is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the goal, right? Yeah. So it, it, it's something to look forward to coming into the office and then going home to, especially, like I said, just taking an x-ray, it gives me an idea. And then I go home, like, oh, I got to remember this is the idea I come up with. Yeah. So it really provides that huge balance for me. I know you mentioned that there was a summer exhibit that you wanted to be a part of. Are you currently like booked at or have a table at any events or like craft events right now? Not at the moment. I'm still trying to get my inventory together and see if that would be an opportunity for me for that summer. Mm -hmm. uh, there are other ones throughout the summer that I've yet to look into, making sure it's in the right time frame. But either way, I do. I'm work, currently working on trying to get my artwork printed on T-shirts, on stickers, yeah. on canvas bags, and I'm also looking to try and cosmetically design license plates for the front of the car. So, because it's very oh. hard to find one online that you like for your car, and so I'm like, I, I like to make custom ones and see what materials to work with. So right yeah. now. I'm, trying to work my inventory and, and see what attracts those those viewers and customers too. And then open an Etsy store or something so people can purchase through it. That would be awesome. Sell yeah. your prints too. I feel like if you sold your dental prints and we're able to like advertise it somehow to dental offices, we can help with that maybe and put you in our newsletter that I think you, I think people would love your artwork. Truly. Yeah. I know I do. So you might have me asking you to maybe commission something of my dog or even <laughs> teeth. I wanted to ask you, like, what advice would you give to inspiring dental professionals since you came in having no experience whatsoever? How, how would you kind of give them advice on how they could get their foot in the door? Well, definitely it's just to have that initiative and drive to want to go for it. Because it's very easy, because definitely there'll be doors that will close, but it doesn't mean it's not, it's over. There will be times you hear no, and that this shows you, okay, where do I need to improve? Or is this then not the right place for me? That means it's somewhere else mm -hmm. uh, for that particular career you're, you're looking into. So definitely having that drive and that push to say, I can do this. I want to go for it. Because definitely that that thinking will get you to where you want to be. Because it's very easy to think negative and say, oh, it's not for me. I, I can't do it. Or say no. Or just by hearing someone say no, it's easy to stop. And yeah. you don't know until you push through. And, and I think you also learn from those doors closing because there will be one opening eventually. Mm -hmm. Do you think that also helped you transition into the front desk to becoming a assistant manager, like yeah. that drive. Did you ask questions or were you like engaging to learn more? How did you make that transition? Definitely. I'm, I've always been one that I would like to learn more than what I currently did at front desk. Because mm -hmm. uh, I always feel the more I know, the more I can understand and be able to 
provide my full service at 110%. So definitely having that drive is like, okay, this does look overwhelming, does look complicated, but I'm gonna go for it and learn. Especially like, and it's fun to say, I was a very shy person and in high school, so very quiet. And then when I started dentistry and it gave me that push to talk to patients and communicate mm-hmm. more. And then over time, I was more confident and not scared to ask questions either. So that really helped me give me that push as well. But it's, it was a huge learning. I mean, looking back, I'm like, wow, it's incredible. I'm here now at, at this position. Cause if I was to think that years ago, I was like, I wouldn't think I'm here now. I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, really that ex- the ex- past experience I have and the experience I'm still learning to this day really helps me a lot. And I do take those to heart. Good. You should. That's, it's amazing, honestly. And my last question, I just want to know how or like what would you tell people who are maybe struggling with this like balance of work and like passion? Do you have any like advice for them how they can maybe coordinate like so that they can do both, that they don't have to choose one over the other. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely the passion is the key, is one of the main things. Like you have to love what you do. And it, at the end of the day, for you don't feel like you're worn down or tired. But I mean, if that schedule doesn't work out for you, do find something that kind of helps you find that balance for both. Because it's very important to have that. You don't want to feel overworked or doing one more towards the other. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing is just make sure, does that schedule work for you? Are you happy at where you're at with both things you're doing? Is this helping you mentally? And is this something you want to do? Is this something you love to do? And that really would help. Mm-hmm. Lastly, do you have any an Instagram you want to share or Facebook where people can see your artwork or maybe reach out to you? to commission something for them? Yes, I do have an art Instagram page, also Anthon on Facebook. I'd be happy to share the link with you to to provide for others. Yeah. So I am open to currently taking commissions at the moment, so my schedule is pretty free available. And I, they can just message me and I'll reach out to them. Yeah, I'm going to say do it fast because I have a feeling that you will be booked with some commission work after this. Thank you so much for taking the time today to talk to me and everyone else who's going to listen to this. This was great. Well, thank you so much for having me. All right. Thanks. Have a good day. Thank you too.